0: All conversations and information exchanged during What If Nothing's Wrong podcast with Heidi Haddad, LCSW, are intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Please do not confuse this with treatment, therapy, or psychotherapeutic advice or guidance. The information on these podcasts is supplemental and not meant to interfere with the therapeutic work between you and your professional therapist, counselor, or psychiatrist. Please understand that Heidi Haddad does not maintain the role of your psychotherapist, but rather offers an educated, professional perspective from that of a licensed clinical social worker.
1: When your anxiety is crippling and you stuck inside your head, find your joy, find your joy. When your man won't touch you for you wanna have a baby, find your joy, find your joy. When you want down the street and you'll get punched in the face Find your joy, find your joy When you want to fire a bazooka at your neighbor's barking dog Find your joy, find your joy Find your joy, find your joy
2: Hello.
0: Hello Hi. and welcome. Hi, Hi, how are you? I'm what fine. you doing? No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> When I say what you do, and you're supposed to say, What do you mean? What am podcasting? I doing? I'm doing a podcast yeah. with you. <laughs> Why do I? Okay. Oh, critiqued so early in the podcast. What are we, 20, 23 seconds in?
2: 33.
0: Well, now, but not when you crit- criticized me. <laughs> so welcome to What If Nothing's Wrong? <laughs>
2: Except when Heidi finds something wrong with Nancy. Yeah.
0: Uh, the podcast that asks like the question: for- What if something's wrong with
2: Nelsie? <laughs> <laughs> we have a new segment.
0: I was thinking, Doug. Doug said something yesterday. I was like, Oh my god! I got to get you on the podcast, and it'll be called Grumpy Corner. We just have Doug come on. We mention any subject, and he'll come on with a way to be
2: grumpy about it. It's like, but he would never do that. Outlander started last night, and I don't think you watch it, right? i don't Mm -mm. right another reason to judge you what if something is wrong with nelsie here's another (laughs) example (laughs) wow anyway it came on last night i just i have to say as much as i'm a fan of the show the sex scenes do get a little bit redundant and drawn Mm. out and Mm. i'm just like i get it Mm. Mm -hmm. you guys are lovely
1: you Mm -hmm. have a nice chemistry it's Mm -hmm. hot
2: it's sexy just give us a glimpse. I actually feel enough of give me the glimpse that you're about to have sex and we can assume the rest. Yeah. Because if you want to watch people actually doing it, you can watch por- porn. It's not even watching them have sex. I think it's that uh, it's the music overlay, it's the slowness, the sensuality of it, but also that it's always the same, pretty mm. much. Mm-hmm. You know, there's mm-hmm. nothing.
0: Mix it up, guys. Know, Mix it up
2: i don't know yeah exactly Mm -hmm. do
0: it in the kitchen
2: you know (laughs) or do have a different position
0: different position right always missionary
2: actually it's not even that no because she's on top a lot it's not even that it's that uh it's just the it's just like all right all right get to some juice get to some content we got it (laughs) can we
0: get back to the plot
2: back to the plot (laughs) <laughs> we get it. You guys have great sex. Okay.
0: <laughs> they should just have, insert sex scene here. They could just have that written on the thing and then move on to the right. plot. So, but did you find your joy watching Outlander despite the um, overly done sex scenes?
2: I have to say that I found my joy in doing the AMA last night. So we can talk about when I'll share that. But it was really, um, it pleased me. I really appreciated what people had written. So I know we're going to do your
0: I'm looking forward to that.
2: Joy corner first. So tell my us about My joy corner you. is my now joy see. corner.
0: I, I actually have a bunch of sort of little things that gave me my joy. The fact that the sun is shining and that the days are getting longer.
2: Oh, today was beautiful.
0: Oh, my God. And the fact today I went to the dog run and two different dogs were misbehaving and those dogs were not my dog. So I felt that I got a lot of joy. I got a lot of joy out of it was not my dog that was causing the commotion and it was making Callie look good. And I sat back smugly. No, I didn't judge. I didn't judge. Or I I just was like, just made me happy. (laughs) It's a horrible thing to say, but.
2: You looked at Callie and you said, we got this. High five. And you high five. Right on. on.
0: But this is kind of a big thing that gave me joy. Um, I've been doing uh, this year long change your vibration Thing with Bob Proctor Institute and I, um, and one of the things you do is you make a list of what your goals are, and then the next thing you know, you have to do things like you have something on on your C list that's something on your A list that's easy to do, something on your B list that's hard to do, something on your C list that's really hard to do, and so I've been doing some things on my C list, and when I say hard to do, meaning like I'm not climbing Mount Everest, I'm making a phone call that feels scary, or and. I find that when, and I've made two or three of those phone calls, and when you do it, like I feel so joyful that I (laughs) sound like a really bad, like Facebook post. I faced my fear and I did it. (laughs) And afterwards, I was like, well, that wasn't so bad. And I also got really good results. And I also sort of literally felt my self esteem rise. I really was like, wow. I'm stronger than I think I am. And I mean, it's the silly things that you feel fearful about, like, I'm going to call somebody, I'm going to be rejected and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So that was that was a big thing, that I did something that I thought was scary, called somebody that was an agent that I thought would be mean to, I don't know what I thought they would say to me. And uh, I got a great response. And I felt...
2: Isn't that the point? You just don't. You don't even know what they're gonna say. You're just afraid it's not gonna be good, and and therefore you avoid it. It's it's right, and it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy how obvious sometimes when I'm working with people or doing an AMA, and especially with AMA where I don't know the content context of any or any of these people, any story or history. When I'm working with someone in my office, I learn them obviously, and so I have a little bit of context of well, you know, this is something that you struggle with and therefore it makes sense that this is happening. And they're in these little snippets of story that they share. I have no idea. And I find myself feeling reluctant to say something, offer them something as simple as changing the way they think about something or just reaching out and making that call because whatever happens, it's going to be, Better than doing nothing.
0: Yeah. And you also learn that the fear is not in proportion to the task, you know, that the fear is some old fear that is based on who knows what, that my self-esteem is connected to this person's approval or whatever. I, I can't even I can't even identify it, but to realize that the fear is what is it? Um, that acronym false evidence appearing real, like there's no reason for me to not make the call, you know? And anyway, so that was really great and and, and felt almost transformational. I really felt like um, that it made me feel like, oh, uh, like it made me feel stronger and that I can do anything because I made this call.
2: So, yeah. Good for you. Thank you. I have to say also what I can actually add what brought me joy today was riding my bike to school this morning was so nice out I thought it was going to be colder than it was and I thought I was going to be inappropriately clothed and I was not it was perfect with just a light sweatshirt yeah it's a light sweatshirt day I I had my son like bundled up in case it was cold (laughs) It wasn't a tank top (laughs) no you weren't in a tank top I was in a shredded tank top underneath the Underneath little, the sweatshirt, yeah. Yeah. Little Meanwhile, little. Leon's just sweating in the back. I said, I guess you didn't need that jacket. He said, I did not.
0: <laughs> I did not, mother. Thank you.
2: Yeah. <laughs> We're supposed to go up to 70s today. Oh, global warming.
0: Ah, oh, sometimes. Oh, isn't that lovely? Sometimes.
2: Here's something else that brought me joy. I've got another one. Oh, my God. One. You are just, you know what? You are? You're a fountain of joy today. It's A fountain of joy. So the other day, I was you know i'm planning this trip and i had one more a few more days that i needed to plan i don't know if i told you the story but I had a few more days that i needed to plan and it wasn't that i didn't think it'd get done in time i didn't it wasn't i wasn't worried about that i just was dreading sitting down for hours to research where what area i should be in there and then what place to stay in and and just spending my time doing that i just did not want to deal with it anymore i had spent enough hours on this trip And then I walked in to volunteer at the book fair at my son's school. And uh, within 10 seconds, one other parent who knows that I'm going to Costa Rica then said, oh, do you know this this parent? He spends a lot of time in Costa Rica. We start talking. 30 seconds later, he's on the phone with the friend of his who has a hotel down there. And Stop said it right you should now. come to this place and boom. And he got me. I was like, as if there's gonna be room there, is a bye bye, you know. And I'm like, Oh, but that's anyway, done and done. Zero wow. research. He said, Look, here's the link. I thought, I don't even care. I didn't even care to I did look at it, but I didn't even care.
0: It was just like I done was just and done. trusting
2: it's gonna be beautiful. This person's setting it up. I did say how much was it? And then it turned out also was a reasonable price. Wow. And wow.
0: Of course you yeah, you gotta was... ask how much is it? You gotta do
2: that. Yeah
0: you never know i, I mean it could have been you don't like, want it to be that $900 the best place. it's $4000 <laughs> exactly it
2: was fine <laughs> go ahead and charge it so did not have that and that was nice and uh yeah what a, i was so grateful and i'm having vicarious joy from that that is so have, awesome thank you and i don't know how it's so funny sometimes these moments i was talking to someone else about this how you don't realize how how some people impact our lives and it may not be reciprocal right and not in a negative way but just this guy completely impacted my life in a joyful way made a huge impact on creating just creating ease in my yeah, life yeah, yeah. which i right. really needed this week and i really really needed it and he just came in and i thought like i didn't even want to volunteer because i didn't have room or space to do that at this book fair but i'm gonna do it because i'm just gonna do it and then boom i felt like i got yeah. rewarded i was on the phone with heidi before she through. had to go to
0: the book for- fair and she's like yeah i gotta go to this stupid book fair bah, bah, bah. right and she went and had a great time had a great experience she didn't really say oh that, well the,
2: the she... others i didn't none of that happened except no. for i wasn't i wasn't psyched to go no you weren't because i don't to have go. the time
0: yeah, that's not that all. I thought
2: it was dumb, but um it was great and I'm happy to always be around books. Then here's the other, here's the other the flip of that coin of loving this guy who hooked me up is that I was working the register at the book fair and therefore Leon was working the register with me, and and by working the register, he was the one putting it in the putting in the credit card, which <laughs> in retrospect, maybe not the best choice for the seven-year-old. At the end of our time there. Somehow one of the buttons got hit, and we saw. Tra- I saw transactions, and I saw that there were a few transactions in red, possibly suggesting a refund on these. On these uh... <laughs> Instead of getting charged, they got a refund. They bought. They 14- they got charged, and then they got the money back. And so I felt terrible. And so the the money goes to his school first of all. And the person whose books they are, because she has the bookstore, got upset for a minute. You know, well, later she's, I'm sorry, I just, uh, and I was like, you don't need to apologize. And just everyone was upset for a second, and then it was fine. I mean, I was, I continued to be upset. I was bummed out and felt bad. And I don't even know what happened. I said, I'm happy to pay it. So we figured out so two of the charges were ours, no problem, that Leon had done for his own books. And then another one, the teacher was there. She did it. But there was one that was $75. And I said, I'll pay it. I'll take care of it. I'm sorry. And they said, no, don't be silly. They went to talk to the principal. And they came back. And they're like, it's taken care of. And I'm like, what does that mean? It's taken care of. Anyway, then Leon just kept saying, can I get back on the register? And I'm like, absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) That ship has sailed. (laughs) Well, can I do it next year? Why can't I go on the register? (laughs) And I said, because you've given their money back. And you told him? You, you told him the whole thing. I did. Of course I yeah, had to explain yeah. what happens. Oh, Because everybody was in a tizzy. Oh, about It was, it was oh, terrible. Yeah. That's
0: pretty fair. Yeah. I have actually, you've reminded me of one more joy thing that I did that has to do with returns, actually, shockingly. I'm not the best person at returning things, right? You get stuff in the mail. You order stuff. It doesn't fit, whatever. I had a Christmas present that Doug got me that was a tablecloth that's too small from macy's christmas okay we're talking march we keep thinking it's going to send it back it's in this pile and then on valentine's day doug got me a couple of things from victoria's secret he got me some stuff from ll bean again didn't fit blah, blah, blah. we got in the car we went to the mall we returned them all i feel like i should be I have a ticker tape parade i mean the the I'm amount of you. satisfaction I it was know. like
2: Tasking is amazing. Oh. It's amazing. and the guy
0: when we took the tablecloth back, the guy on the fourth floor in the in the tablecloth department didn't really know what he was doing, so we had to go back down to to customer service. But both Doug and I were just in like, it's okay, whatever happens, we're fa-. like, it was just we Look walked at us away out and about oh i know out and about <laughs> so yeah so that was like you would have thought that i had cured cancer i felt so proud of myself that i took these things back instead of having a pile of stuff that's it's like having a pile of money right you spent the money but you're not using the stuff so there you go
2: i don't think about it like that i well i mean you're probably right i think i just look at piles of things around and think oh, God, i need to deal with that needs to deal with that and then when it all of a sudden that space is empty ah <sighs> do you feel i feel
0: like i feel like heart open up i when do, I do and then like I, I think
2: I- now can we do the rest of the place yeah no i'm which with is, you
0: i know i'm with you too which is on my list now i'm doing a declutter thing so that's all right marie, marie, Con- marie what's her name condo condo yep
2: condo 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 i thought idea. it was condo condo no. sounds
0: right sounds right so uh are we ready for the ama
2: yeah i mean i think this moves right into it because this is the ama was do you make time in your day for some sort of self-care What practice works the best for you or do you enjoy the most? I have to say for me, self-care is definitely exercise of some kind, doing nothing when I feel like doing nothing, clearing out clutter. That's self-care. I mean, obviously there are lots of little things, but since we're on those topics, those make me feel or I feel really good when those things happen.
0: My self-care, definitely working out and especially to music that I like and maybe just Doing just some dancing around my either my kitchen or my garage just by myself with absolutely no no inhibitions whatsoever. Thank you. Um, writing.
2: Writing. That's self-care.
0: Writing is self-care. Writing is self-care. It creates so much joy. I'm so happy doing it. And I'm so happy once I've done it. It just feels like it's a really it really fills your heart up.
2: It's almost like exercise. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to get sit down and do yes. it, but once you do it, you're so glad you do it. Yeah. yeah. You right. never regret writing. You never regret exercising. Yeah.
0: Yeah. After same it's with, over. Same with um well, I was gonna say same with sex, but sometimes being in do.
2: nature. Being yeah, in nature. You, you... With sexual yeah, you... yeah.
0: <laughs> Sometimes. It was okay, but really I probably should have been unloading the dishwasher. Yeah, like
2: I could um, have been oh <laughs> <laughs> so we're done here.
0: Why? Oh, I wasted seven minutes. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs>
2: Let's see what other people have to say, Let Nelson. Let us see. Heidel. Carol ZYB wrote, my favorite self-care practice is sleep. I like that. Nate at Stink Shovel wrote, self-care for me today was getting up early and carving trenches in some fresh corduroy. Hashtag snowboarding.
0: Oh, good like for you, that.
2: Trent. Yeah. Who said anything about Trent? Nate.
0: Oh, Nate did some trenches. See, I put those two together. I <laughs> turned... <laughs>
2: At Ken Porridge wrote, "Coffee and smokes." Hmm. I can Listen, relate it's to not... that
0: from back in the day, right? Yeah. I, two... I mean, I
2: don't. It's not. I don't think it's a healthy self care, but at the same time, if I think that's more about what brings you joy. It's not mm-hmm. so much. Yeah, I'm not self-care. sure coffee and smokes or self
0: care. You know what I, I do? Take back my heart. <laughs> smoke at least a pack a day that's my self-care
2: <laughs> i get high i do heroin and i feel good about it
0: <laughs> and then i do some and then i go on uh on twitter
2: <laughs> i do some lines this is, we are solid all right at cherry underscore Grant wrote barely to sitting still slash inaction due to being frozen by anxiety and intrusive crappy thoughts count as self-care. I wish I were joking. I talked about the five, four, three, two, one tool. Notice five things you feel in your body. I feel my butt on the chair. I feel my something. My back is itchy. I feel, I feel, I feel on my body. Four things you see. I notice the i noticed the picture three things you hear I hear traffic outside i hear creaking one thing you, for two it's one thing you smell and one thing you can taste and then the last one is one statement of gratitude good one so cherry grant wrote back and said thank you and yes thank you heart and yes simple but not always easy hmm well a practice is not easy that's the thing yeah. When, we, when I talk about practice, which I do a lot, is about yeah. practicing using a mantra and all this is, there's nothing easy and fun about a practice. It's, I mean, it's, sometimes it could be fun, but it's not easy. And uh, the, yeah. the concept of practice is continuity, repetitiveness, repetition, and you got to keep doing it and doing it yeah. and doing it until yeah. you get better.
0: It, if you do it again and again, then it becomes a habit. And then it's not this, am I going to do it today or am I not? You know, and if you get into the habit of when you're feeling that frozen fear, oh right, five, four, three, two, one. It's that thing of things aren't necessarily. They might be simple, but they're not necessarily easy, right? And that practice makes all the difference. Yeah.
2: At Real Dragon Dave wrote, "Make yourself a delicious breakfast, then take a nap right after. I promise you, this is amazing. That <laughs> sound amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah, as a matter of fact, why don't why don't we do that right now?
2: <laughs> I know. Bye. It sound It does sound amazing. It does. Really. I like that <laughs> having the time and space. Make a breakfast. Oh, take a nap.
0: I want to know what Dragon Dave makes. What like, is
2: a delicious breakfast?
0: Like is are there hash browns? Like I, that's what I pictured hash browns. I you know I have a protein <laughs> is that drink your every delicious morning. breakfast. I don't know. I like a hash brown. hash brown to me feels like I don't know. I'm I've gone out to breakfast somewhere and that feels out out that feels kind of I don't know luxurious
2: at boogie surf 13 wrote reading in bed clean and covered in a quilt with window open to 50 degrees
0: oh also taking
2: laps and i like that too take also taking laps in an indoor pool and some cardio work in the deep end and when it's sunny and mild this winter taking walks
0: i have to say one of the things that i love about having a dog is it gets you outside in all weather and that i didn't do it that much this winter but many winters you know gone by being on the ocean when it's cold is something you don't normally do but if you have a dog it's like well let's take the dog to the beach and being out bundled up in the o on the ocean on
2: the beach with the breeze is very life-affirming marissa at queen rissa wrote i allow myself to take a day off from cleaning and work each week without feeling guilty That being said, I do my dishes as they are dirtied and invested in an automatic cat box cleaner and robot vacuum. These actions and tools prevent my home from getting too dirty. Wow. Self-care.
0: Self-care. And it's it's interesting how that how keep having your environment nice is actually self-care.
2: Yeah. Well, that's what we were just talking about of getting rid of the clutter.
0: Right, right. And and Yeah. yeah, and that the more. You look around and go, oh, I love my space and feel happy about it, the more you're creating self-care. But that's, for me, the reason I'm saying it out loud is to remind myself that if I look at the kitchen, it's like, oh, I don't, but that doing it is an act of self-care, not some drudgery thing that it's, you know, the end product is worthwhile on a self-care I did the dishes the
2: other night with a full-on dance party. Excellent. What I were had you dancing headf- to? There were, actually, I just put headphones on to listen to a particular song, I think, and then it moved into my son's mix. There was a song from Aladdin with uh, Will Smith, his song. I don't know if you know it, but <laughs> I, can't, I can't play it, one day I'll share it with you. And there was a little Neil Diamond, and then there was a friend, Coffee Brown, and her music, and that was um, great and really complex music in there it was really lovely to listen to and i don't remember it was just it was a mix but it was super fun and i found myself having a great time and hoping that he did not get out of bed and pop in front of me because i would jump out of my skin (laughs) turned around and looked at him because i was in my doing the dishes had the headphones on
0: I've taken to <sighs> lately when I finish a workout, if the song, I if I like the song that's playing, cause I put it on, I have a little stereo system in the garage. And when I say little, it's this sort of weird system that Malcolm got like at the Goodwill for like $7 or something. But I take, I, I, I take my phone and I put my earbuds in and I keep going because if it's a song I like, and then I, you know, dance my way into the kitchen and, and, uh, <laughs> Doug will be sitting there and I'll have the song in my head and I'll be singing and dancing and which I like doing but partially part of the joy I'm finding is is the look on his face where he's like how did this happen that I married this person and no he loves me but he
2: he's not oh, that please. He- we say that all the time about Doug come on <laughs> he's in <Yeah>. no position <laughs> <laughs> he
0: adores me so yeah so so dancing around one's kitchen, self-care, absolutely. What else we got?
2: At teach CT1, time to quietly wake up with coffee and news or socials, time to play mahjong online at night and try to to take at least half of lunch at work not doing work. At X O C H I underscore A wrote hot shower, then read a book in bed alone. I'm not reading enough. I gotta get reading a book in bed. Um, I have so many books. Going to the book fair was torture in some ways because I just want to like, throw it all, like just take it all. Be like, I'll just take this room, or just <laughs> one of each. I don't need all. I don't need all the I copies. <laughs> and I have so many books to read, and I just don't have time. I know. And who wants to carry all those when you're going on vacation? And I get that that's the point of those little whatever they're called kindles like, and kindles and i yeah. can't it's not the same i want to hold a book I want to turn I a page i know okay i digress so at gab klein wrote yes i use daily checklist adhd management tool they include these self-care items colon change my phone wallpaper daily to something i like from the art sub reddit oh. five minutes of doing nothing Start each day with a moment of gratitude and appreciation for my body. Oh, I like that. A.M. coffee. P.M. shot glass of scotch and water. <laughs> Homemade. <laughs> Homemade chocolate chip cookie after oh. dinner. Prioritize daily workout and bedtime. So
0: I love that she she has a list so she can remember and that cookie is on the list. Like, I don't think I would have to put cookie on the list. I think I would remember cookie. <laughs>
2: At Lena NC Berglund wrote, going to the gym, taking walks, talking to loved ones, resting, reading, and drawing, singing, writing. Go, Lena. At QuickWit25, I make sure to enjoy my morning coffee and then work out in the afternoon. And at Flitterpated1 wrote, I find pulling weeds to be very therapeutic. I just imagine it's the hair of the person bothering me. (laughs) That is a really good one. Actually, there's one more thing that I want to share, which is this person wrote me a message and said that I could mention it, talk about it. Mm -hmm. So his name is Steve, and he said he's an extremely accomplished person with a PhD and four published books from major publishers, and I'm absolutely miserable. I still function, but maybe at 20% of my capabilities, but that 20% is enough to get me by at work and at home. I thought that when I had some successes that I might find some true satisfaction in teaching, but the university I work for has made it impossible. Unfortunately, my misery means that I don't really have a way out. I'm too anchored to the area where I live to move on and too dependent on the salary to try something else. In short, I feel trapped. How do I get out of this rut? What did you write? I mean, ultimately, this is an Eckhart Tolle situation, right? This is if you're in a situation, you don't like change of situation. If you can't, leave. If you can't leave, accept it. Accept it. Because this pers- Steve's saying, I can't leave because I support my family and I make too good of a salary. I'm the earner in the family. I take mm-hmm. care of everybody financially. I'm the primary wage earner. And so, mm-hmm. okay. So, I mean, I would argue a little bit of so what, right? Figure out what it is that brings you joy and... And then have, I don't know how old the kids are, I don't know anything, but have a discussion with your partner if it comes to that. Figure out where you can go find your joy. Life is short and you being miserable and only operating at 20% does not serve you. It doesn't serve your partner. It doesn't serve your children. It doesn't serve anything. And what's the point at the end of your life? You could say, well, at least I I paid for everything and I was miserable.
0: Yeah, because what you're telling your children, what you're modeling for your children, is that life is hard and happiness isn't ha- isn't important, and just survive and trudge along right. and 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 don't honor what you need and right. and don't honor yourself and 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 those messages, children take those in completely, and yeah. So, I mean, and I also think that saying that, you know, I can't leave because that's a belief you can leave
2: right which is where I was going and at the same time again going back to what we talked about with respect to not having context I did yeah. write something to what we're t- to what we're talking about and then his response is but I'm the I'm the breadwinner I'm the primary wage earner so I don't have an option and to your point it is a belief and yeah there is a workaround and he There's- ultimately wrote it's a question of interest because I said well what brings you joy because okay you stay and this is what your reality is. You're staying in the location. You're staying at that job. Right. But what else right. can you do that yeah. might bring you joy? Yeah. What other yeah. activity or I don't know what it is, right, for this yeah. guy? And right. he What'd said he, he was hoping for some sort of long shot, sudden realization of the time that happens in the film kind of thing, you know, where there's this aha moment. And he said, nothing to do but keep working. But this is a mindset. And as long as we hold on to that mindset – we will feel trapped.
0: Sometimes if you just make a small change, a small change can create a big result. Right. You know, it's like I started getting up at 5:30 instead of 6:30 and then wow, I'm done with my morning stuff, you know, an hour earlier, surprisingly. And that small change creates this big um domino
2: effect so what is the small change that can start to create big results or just a different result even if it's not a big one but just something different if you're miserable and what you're doing what you you said that it made me think of the path analogy you're walking down the path and you fall in a hole and you're in there going how did i get in this hole how did i how what you know and you somehow get out of the hole someone helps you or you pull yourself out and then the next day you're walking down the path and you fall in the hole and you're like how did i get in this hole you know, and it's the same hole. The hole didn't move. Same path. What yeah. are you doing? Yeah. So you get out of the path the next day. You're walking down the path. Boom! You're in the hole. How did you get? I mean, you could keep doing that for the forever, right? Or right. One day you walk down that path and see the hole, and walk around the hole and see what happens.
0: Yeah, or someday you can walk down a different
2: path. Right. Or, so there's, you know, this... maybe, and maybe there right. is no other path. That's the point, right? If there is, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's the only path for you to get from A to B. But if you stop falling in the hole, then maybe you're going to get to see that flower that you keep missing, or you get, you miss mm. that tree, or you miss, you know, I don't know, another hole that has gold in it. Who knows? It doesn't matter. It's yeah. just the point is, right. is that pay attention and make a different pay choice. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. And this yeah. is,
2: it could be hard. Nobody's saying anything's easy, but it, also it could be easy. It could be about going to bed a half an hour earlier and waking up a half an hour earlier and yeah, seeing the sunrise, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Having half an when hour th- more to yourself where you're not with your kid, and then you can have a yeah. coffee by yourself in the quiet of the mo- I mean whatever. So many.
0: And I can't I can't imagine I mean, like you said, you don't have any context to Steve's life. And but I I can't imagine that one's partner would want want would want one, would want their partner to be unhappy. And so let's strategize how to do something, how to come up with another solution. Anyway, Steve, we love you. We're on your side. And we believe that there's, there's other choices and you can do it. You know, in the very least, put some Neil Diamond on and just dance around
2: your kitchen. <laughs> what, are you reading something? She got quiet. So, so I was, try- so Mahuna Kahuna. Uh uh-huh tip to induce positive mental state use positive words as part of everyday passwords example awesome one two three money sign especially good if you hate your job side note (laughs) side note not effective if you type them sarcastically but will still allow you to log in
0: (laughs) awesome yeah one two three exclamation point versus awesome. Not exclamation I love point. That. Money, money sign. Mm. I like that. Someone was saying uh, about how when somebody asks who you how you are, how are you, how are you doing today, that you can always go. Oh well, you know, I slam my finger in the door and I, whatever you, can, you right. can, List all those things, or you can go. Well, great, my, you know. My husband brought me coffee in bed and then the sun was shining and um i had a delicious protein drink like you can, we can when people ask how are you we, we can even we can have a choice how we respond to that i'm not suggesting that we <laughs> I want love to be how every disingenuous time you say, how are
2: you you how are you <laughs> there's a really intense intentionality about that <laughs> are you? How are you? <laughs> How are you? <laughs> so, this is something I discovered in high school. I remember when, when my friends and I would talk, I noticed eventually that we never talked about the good stuff. So if somebody had a, a boyfriend or a girlfriend and things were going well. Nobody talked about it. But as soon as there was a problem or they were breaking up or they had a fight, then that's all we heard about for uh, for days. And then until it got resolved and then we'd never hear about that person again until something bad happened. And I realized at some point that we never talk about the good stuff. We never say, everything's so great where my relationship is going amazingly. And sadly, I think part of it is nobody wants to put their happy in, in your face, which is sad. I know, I know I do
0: that all the time. I mean, I'm in a really happy marriage and I really feel so joyful and I watch our communication get better and better and we have a great sex life and he buys me lingerie at, at Valentine's day. And so Spends you're like, time. if you
2: watched the show, the um, Outlander, maybe you could relate. Yeah,
0: I, but I don't really share that. I don't share it because I feel like I'm going to make people who aren't in relationships feel bad, or don't
2: have a partner feel bad. On, um, I feel like I'm bragging.
1: Don't make yourself and, small.
2: Yeah, I know. I hear that they don't want to brag. It's, don't. It's not yeah. bragging. It's giving us a glimpse into something that's ha- what's positive. Possible. No. Yeah. No. No. Not yes. No. I'm not saying what's possible. You're not you don't have to be right. That's true. You know, you're just, you're the fact that you are happy, great information to have. Yeah. Why shouldn't I know that versus just knowing all the things that make you miserable or are complicated or insecure inducing or any of that rather than like, ah, you know, I love my marriage. That is a one great thing that's happened. Not one, that's a great thing that's happening in my life. And yeah, Hey, Doug did this really sweet thing for me today, and that was nice. And you do share things like that, but you don't. I notice that you share them not necessarily. They're kind of just off the cuff. Oh, you know, I have this. I got my lunches here that Doug gave me. You know, which is a note to me. Yeah. I notice it, and yeah. Um, but yeah, don't make yourself small for this. Don't make yourself small I for know. anybody. It's, it's yeah. It's, it's it, share your joy. I- not now. I don't want to hear about it. But. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: next time i'm at the stop and shop and i'm checking out and they're saying how are you today i'm saying you know i'm I'm great my husband and i had amazing sex today thanks for asking might need
2: that information (laughs) but just (laughs) i mean maybe maybe a friend would be a better person to tell that to than the random person at the stop and shop you think
1: unless they look interested if they
2: say how's your sex life be like yeah thank you for
0: asking yeah just uh, did you know these tomatoes are, are on sale and by the way how's your yeah. sex life amazing yeah good for mm-hmm. you all right share sh- find your joy and then yeah. share your joy it's interesting how uncomfortable it makes me it really talking is. about
2: your sex life or yeah i, f- nobody I no, the sex formula. life is i don't okay. have
0: a problem with that but just feeling just being able to, like feeling oh, it's interesting because it's this sort of guilt that i'm happy like it should be just a secret like i shouldn't tell people because they might be mad at me or it might go away or people might envy me fear of envy i think that's prob that's a big piece
2: and i think that is a definitely a thing that keeps people small i deeply encourage you to let that go and it just it makes okay. my heart sad because i know yeah. you're not the only one and though i think that's fairly yeah. common People don't want, they think that it's boasting to talk about their joy. And I oftentimes in here talk about, hear people say that, oh, I didn't tell them that. I don't want, I don't want to boast about what? It's not boasting. It's talking about your joy. Yeah. Talk about it.
0: Yeah. Right. And like, as, as to your point earlier, we're very happy and comfortable with saying the things that went wrong and the things that, yeah. Well, that was a good one. That, that uh, self-care AMA was good. It was, it was very fruitful. Are we going to jump on some trending bullshit?
2: Go ahead. What do you got?
0: Well, I think we got some trending bullshit that's, it's bullshit, but it's not fun of some stuff that's happening in Florida right now.
2: Yeah. That's just, you know, I like to not judge, but in this case, it's disgusting.
0: We like to not judge and we don't generally get political, but this is a place where the political and and the mental health are definitely, are definitely overlapping and um where there's legislature that was passed in Florida that controls what teachers can say about what language they can use regarding I think gay can they it's not clear to me
2: don't say gay is the bill is the is how the bill was nicknamed i don't have the words in, in truth but so backward and so ignorant really about what kids are being exposed to and it for the amount of children out there over the years, and the changes that have happened over the years where people in the lgbtq plus community now feel safer coming out, safer expressing themselves, safer identifying themselves as however they want to identify, right, right. yeah, both gender and sexual orientation, and the leaps and bounds that have taken place, which we all know, just like everything else is, It's easy for me to say over on my coastal, in my coastal city, but still it is, there's been a major change since even when I was growing up where I talk to teens all the time now and in my practice are 12 year olds who, or even my seven year old who has a language around gender and sexual identity in a way that we never, that was, we couldn't have talked about. Even five years ago, right? Yeah. It's just, it's an incredible amount of growth and that's a beautiful thing when somebody showed you the picture of the guy that, what's the guy's name who made this, uh, who did the amendment, who proposed it? Not the amendment, the bill. Yeah, yeah. Um, the bill.
0: That's the guy who remember proposed that it? picture
2: I showed you of him. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know.
0: I didn't know what his role was. I knew that he was didn't. He was not the most open-minded of people, but he did look like. Central casting. Send me an uptight. White dude. And that's the
2: nicest. The exa- I no, wrong? he did. And that's the nicest way you could go about saying that, I think. And he, and he, uh, sometimes I think, you know, when these people are so anti, and the spokesperson for the governor, who apparently had, what What, what did she, she had spoused, anyway, she had spoused some other hate rhetoric prior to this, uh-huh. who was supporting uh-huh. the governor in having this passed. I just think they're all probably gay, right? They're so closeted. <laughs> Closet, they're so closeted, closeted, closeted and yeah. they so, yeah. have yeah. such internalized homophobia. Not that I want to give them a membership card, but it's okay to be who you are. That's they don't what want, I want the membership say. card. It's okay to be yeah. who you are. It's okay yeah. to come out. You're going to be safe. Mm-hmm. You'll be fine.
0: Well, it's it's like Roy Cohn, who was uh, very anti, a- anti-gay anti um, and who died from AIDS in 84. Um turned out that he uh had many male part had a few known boyfriends over the years no and it was actually his assistant who died from AIDS and but anyway the point is there are plenty of you know famously anti-gay folks who you find out oh maybe there was some big you know I, I what is it I I protest too much right then why are you protesting so much? Yeah, but it's such a fear
2: thing, Heidi. It is such a fear thing. It's but it is fear f- of fear just thing. of not knowing. Of I mean, it's. I mean, this is a much.
0: I mean, don't you think the bottom line is they think? Well, if they start talking about gay. It's or contagious. bi or gender fluid, It'll right, then ideas. my kid who didn't have
2: any idea about that is going to go right. down and that so road. Right, so the, what the reality is, this is the, where the ignorance piece comes in because you don't make someone gay or bi. I mean, the truth is, is that now there are kids who are able to, I can't remember if we ever discussed this, but the the sexual orientation continuum and yeah. the Kinsey scale where what Kinsey discovered when he, he and they did their research and studied know, hundreds yeah. of people, probably thousands, I don't remember the number, to create the scale. And the outcome of it was that on a scale from completely heterosexual to completely homosexual, and to be completely hetero or completely homo was to be never having been attracted to, for hetero, someone of the same sex and having any interest or anything being so interested in heterosexuality and same with homo never having any sort of glimpse of anything other than that of the same sex that the majority of people were right in the middle and would would be more bisexual if they naturally had the opportunity to explore whatever they wanted to explore if
0: they if we lived if we lived in a society where there weren't any judgment stigmas
2: around that and fear and hate and ignorance around yeah. it and so people yeah. weren't raised with yeah. that without being told about it at all that therefore so when it came up it was like oh this is even an option why is that there must be something wrong with it to you're not allowed to do that because the bible says so or that's just not what we do and just anything negative negative. and yeah. that's the point which is it's right. there's, it's creating more stigma what they're doing in florida is creating even more hate and and encouraging people to continue to be scared and small minded about that which is simply an expression of love. And on a natural level, if everyone lived on a deserted island, so to speak, and had the freedom to explore whoever they wanted to explore, just even you know, as having and you have children and you know this too, but even having a young person hearing whenever my son had a close relationship with a girl at two and three immediately immediately it went to he's going to marry her or they're going to get married and they it has to be a heterosexual union of marriage yeah, at the end of it yeah, and yeah yeah if he was having a love fest with a boy there nobody talked about they're they're going to get married i i would but nobody else would talk about <laughs> that they might one day get married and i mean even sexualizing their their connection when they just love each other they're just they found some yeah, sort of connection yeah. On a soul level, probably, I don't know, and or they just really like playing together, knows, it doesn't right. matter, but they yeah. enjoy it and and Sam yeah. now i i saw I went to visit this is I'm off on a tangent, but i went I went to visit I was at his school the other day last week, and I saw in his cubby or in his whatever in a an handwritten letter from a friend a girl with a big heart on the front, mm-hmm. and then it said, "Dear Leon, I love I like you, do you like me?" check this box check yes or check no or something
1: and oh so my. i went
2: leon what's this and he didn't want to have anything to do with this conversation nothing oh. to do with it i said did you see this again just yeah completely yeah. avoiding me and yeah 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 yeah. and he i said can we talk i said something about talking about it and he was just i mean absolutely not would have right? none of it so yeah. i put yeah, it yeah, yeah, back yeah. and then i Brought it up over the weekend just to say, can we just talk about why you're avoiding this? Basically, <laughs> what's going on? and yeah, say yeah. it like that. Yeah. But that's what my intention was. And he said that the teacher had taken the letter. He didn't even know. And I said, what do you mean? He said that they had a talk in school about, I guess I have to check in with the teacher, but about the inappropriateness of letters like that, so that they're not ready for that kind of stuff. Oh. Uh. Uh I mean, I guess she Uh was, the girl was, but also I'd like to point out in these scenarios, these kids, all of them grow up in different places and they all are exposed to different things. My kid's not exposed to, and he's also, they say the boys at this age aren't particularly as interested as the girls are thinking more about that stuff. But again, I can't, I can't get past how we teach our kids and so while there might be a natural tendency for girls to be more inclined towards romance and mm-hmm. and have crushes on boys. Yeah. As as woke as my school is that he go that he goes to, I still think that there is a completely heteronormative reality that is permeating Absolutely. The education. And even though not yeah. the education in terms of what the school's teaching, but the education in terms of where the families are coming from and how they talk to their kids. And whenever somebody would say, oh, Leon's going to marry that this girlfriend that he has at three and four, I would say, or maybe he'll like boys, or maybe he'll like both. Who knows? And I'll always say that. And mm-hmm. to give him yeah, room. To give him room.
0: Yeah. And also to make them th- maybe reframe their thinking.
2: Well, maybe, hopefully, but also it definitely is because they would say it in front of him. So I would definitely wanted to Mm -hmm. continue to keep that conversation open for him so that he always knows that he has the space to be whoever he is. To
0: whatever, to be be left, right, because I'm doing with my hands, I'm doing the Kinsey scale with my hands. Heterosexual or, and he or any level be, of
2: bisexuality within, to be,
0: yeah, to to land wherever right. he lands on that scale. and you and yeah. you
2: explore. I mean, I I talk to lots of twenty-some odd year olds now or thirty-year-olds who wonder if they might be bisexual, if they maybe are attracted to someone of the same sex. And what does that yeah. mean? And does that mean I'm I, gay? No. No, no, right, no. Right, no. right. And that's then
0: there and there is more room for that now. And I do but think But there's still fear and, attached and I,
2: to that, I'll tell you. That's still a Absolutely. I'm gonna tell you absolutely. something that I think that I haven't told anybody else. Right? right. It's not a absolutely. Hey, I'm exploring this. It's a oh no, what if this is true for me?
0: Or or let's say i'm in a relationship i mean i'm in a i am in find myself in a same sex relationship maybe something i didn't expect but i find myself in a same sex relationship and then does that mean i have to come out does that mean i have to right, now label right, myself right. as gay or bi or versus and is just it some being big in a relationship deal that i have with to that person
2: and enjoying yeah, it right
0: versus this is just who i'm with right, now right. and they happen to be of right. this sex Right.
2: And you can label yourself any way you want, just because who you're having sex with or in relationship with does not define you. So going back to what's happening in Florida, it's kind of a travesty. And I hope that and with respect to mental health, which is the purpose of this conversation is to say that if you identify as LGBTQ plus, my hope is that whatever's happening in Florida does not derail you, does not make you feel that you can't be who you are and that there are. So many resources out there for you to access and be connected to community of the LGBTQ plus community, and hopefully, the fight, the Democrats, the what, what that will fight in Florida to overturn this and change it. And it's just, it's kind of, you know, it's in the same vein as sex education. People who don't want schools to teach sex ed doesn't stop the kids from having sex. It's just educating them on what happens when they have sex and how to protect them so they don't have exactly unwanted pregnancies or they don't have STIs or any of that kind of stuff and it
1: not yeah, teaching yeah. them
2: because you just don't want them to do it doesn't isn't living in reality it's so
0: it's so not living in reality and and just remember that um that the, this kind of these kinds of actions are a result of fear and uh small-mindedness and that we can even send them love and hope that their hearts can open and and you know be be grateful that we're not that person, and that we can have we have space in our heart for for people to be whoever
2: they are, okay, fair. I appreciate where you're coming from. You can still fight for what's right while throwing someone out love and not coming at them with hate but just saying you don't know what you're talking about." And I am saying to all you LGBTQ plus youth out there that you are seen and you you are are loved and and we are are here and you are perfect as you are. And there's always people out there who will support you, even if your governor doesn't.
0: Yeah.
2: Somebody should dethrone that guy.
0: Yeah, I said it. Let's dethrone him. I I think we might be done, my little miss. Unless we wanna do we wanna end on a on another thing that's trending. So this Heidi found and I she, I she saw that Adina Menzel posted it on Twitter and we all love Adina Menzel. And um she's singing a song. Is that from Frozen? Yes, Heidi? It's from Frozen. And she's singing it in Ukrainian.
2: It'll be obvious what it is.
1: Не открывай, храни секрет Будь хорошей девочкой для всех Закрой все чувства на замок навечно Отпусти и забудь Что прошло уже не вернуть Отпусти и забудь Новый день он кажется, Путь нет Ничего уже Э-э-э. Пусть бы шум Ничто
0: Холод всегда мне был По душе А я иду все
1: выше На ледяную Пласть И страха не виновший Меня у всех Дознать Пора узнать
0: They're in a shelter in the Ukraine, and this precious-faced child singing this song with absolute confidence and sweetness. And um, so there you have it. There you have hope, and you have
2: music, and you have creativity in the midst of all this. In the midst of this, another tragedy. So I think the, the takeaway from her, for me, is even in the midst of these heinous atrocities that are happening, how do you find even one little thing that brings you joy, like this little girl singing, Let It Go, and to your point, the room gets quiet, and we see that she's in a shelter, and it's terrible, and there's this moment. And uh, you need to find those moments, no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, no matter how bad it is, find the moment and reframe the moment. It doesn't change the circumstances. It doesn't get them out of the shelter, but it changed that moment.
0: But it it, it changes the experience of that, of the shelter. It absolutely does. So um, (sighs) rate, review, and subscribe. And tell your friends, tell your enemies, and we're so glad you're here and that you're listening, and we hope that you find your joy. Find ways to take care of yourself. Have some self-care yeah. today. All Bye. right. Bye.
1: When you're out to cock a father doesn't recognize you, find your joy. When you're spooning with a stranger and they won't let you kiss them. find your joy. When your house reeks of weed and your kids hallucinating, find your joy, find your joy. When you stick your dick and skimpy, when your dog likes trippy, find your joy.